One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Come on, let's work left. Come on, let's work left. Come on, let's work left. Come on. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. These are the Confessions of a Workaholic. Workaholic. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel. So excited to have you back for another week. I hope that you are ready to get this work. This week's episode is brought to you by Busy at the Beach, the quarterly weekend getaway for goal-getting women. Meet our boss babes where it all started in Cancun, Mexico for our fifth birthday beach bash, August 8th through 11th. To find out how you can attend, log on to busyatthebeach.com. So today we are talking to the one and only Mia Ray. Mia is a lifestyle blogger, serial entrepreneur, influencer, and the creator of the Glamaholic lifestyle. Mia, are you ready to confess? I am. <laughs> so I always like to start out by asking what you started out your career doing, because I find it so interesting that our passions tend to lead us away from our profession. So what did you start out doing? I started out as a fashion, hair, and beauty blogger. So from my understanding, you were doing the blogging thing before blogging was like the thing to do. So what like got you into it and how did you find yourself like garnering all of this attention and amassing like this literal like jihad, this tribe of people who love you? 
Uh, I like to call myself a dinosaur because I started before Instagram was out and, you know, it was it wasn't very popular to be a blogger back then. You know, it was very new. Uh, I had a friend of mine who sat me down one day and he's like, hey, you need to start a blog because I will always share information via Facebook or I was just always the go to girl about what should I wear tonight? What should I wear to this event? And so on and so on. And he's like, you need to start a blog. And I'm like, what the heck is a blog? <laughs> I had no clue at that time what a blog was, but I hit up my best friend, Google. And within that weekend, I had started my blog. So I started November of 2009. Wow. So back then, was it more so of like an outlet or were you thinking like I'm going to start a bit like this is going to be the beginnings of my brand it was more so like an outlet it was literally like my own personal journal so back then I wasn't really aware of like you know analytics and likes and you know things like that I literally was just doing it because it was fun for me and I would just sit every day. It was something that I would do consistently every single day. And it was because I, I genuinely enjoyed it. It wasn't until the pressure came, you know, maybe about two years ago where I was like, you know what, this is not fun anymore. Like, <laughs> It's the pressure of advertisements and seeing how many people read your blog and, you know, things being built upon stuff like that. The pressure just was too much for me. So it wasn't fun anymore. But in the beginning, it was literally my outlet, my personal journal of fashion, hair and beauty that people could read every day. And I thoroughly loved it in and out. So the beautiful thing about like entrepreneurship and really carving out your own path and doing things your your own way is that when it becomes a burden, you are the boss. So you can decide, OK, we're going to switch gears. We're going to transition into doing things this way because nobody starts these businesses or these blogs or these brands to like enslave ourselves. Like if you're going to do that, you can go work for somebody for all of that stress. So if you start feeling like, OK, I'm not the boss, I'm like an employee, then it's time to switch some things up. But how did you deal with like the pressure from other people? Because I know how people act when you start doing things differently. Like when you decide I'm going to change, I'm not going to do it daily. I'm going to do it weekly or I'm not going to host this particular event. I'm going to do that or I'm not going to do offer this one thing. I'm doing something different. There's always those people that's like, girl, you know, I mean, X, Y, Z. How are you going to switch up on us? Why are you going to? How did you deal with that? And what was your next move? Like what was that transition once it wasn't fun anymore? My transition was very smooth because I've always pretty much juggled a, a bunch of things at once, you know, so I was never just all about my blog. Well, in the beginning, I was all about the blog. But when I started to really notice that this is what I wanted to do, as in having a brand, you know, and then came Glamaholic Lifestyle with my products and my merchandise. And then came Same Girl, Different Hair, the hair extensions. And then here comes Mia Ray. You know, people fell in love with me array. So it really wasn't about my blog. It really wasn't about, you know, my products and my extensions. It was about me. So I became the focal point of the brand versus just me writing things and putting it on my blog. Uh, I talked to, I was talking to someone the other day and I'm like, listen, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm free spirit. Like, I don't like to be locked into anything. And the reason why I chose to be an entrepreneur is that 
I, I couldn't take having a boss. I can't take people telling me what to do, which is probably why I'm single too, you know? So <laughs> I don't take very well with, you know, being confined to one thing or, you know, someone telling me what to do. So the transition was very easy because what I feel that I did was I, instead of staying um, in that one position of the blog, I pretty much uh, moved with the way of the world. So when Instagram came around, it changed a lot for the blogging world for me. So if I always give this example, if you are looking at the shade room and they say, click here to read more, you never click the website to read more. You will scroll through all of those comments and try to figure out what the story is about. So people got away from reading a lot and they wanted to become, or they, they transitioned more into visuals. So that's why I moved into doing more of the IGTVs and being very visual and being very consistent on my Instagram because that's where the connection came when, once things changed when Instagram came around. So instead of trying to beat a dead horse and like literally dragging people over to my blog, um, I transitioned into just doing things right here on Instagram and, you know, making it work that way. So aside from all of like the boss things that you are doing and the several um, entrepreneurial projects that you have now currently you have had in the past, you are also like a super mom at the same damn time. And I don't understand, like as a single, not well, if my man is listening, I didn't really mean single, single. I just meant unmarried. But as an unmarried woman with no kids, right? I ain't got no, no real responsibilities. Like, I don't have those big girl things yet. And I be feeling stressed out. So how do you, um, number one, how do you, not how do you manage it all? Because I feel like you just do it. Like, I don't know if you can tell somebody else how to do it. I feel like you just do it. But do you believe there's like a balance? Do you ever um, beat yourself up about how much attention you have to give your business or do you incorporate your kids are your you know like how what is that thing that works for you and making it look so good like how is this happening is what i'm really trying to find out <laughs> i always say people say you make it look so easy and i'm like oh girl i wish because i'd be dog tired by the end of the day um it's definitely a balance um I include, so I have two children. I have a 16-year-old and I have a five-year-old. And, you know, so a big age gap. And so the 16-year-old comes in handy a lot when he has to watch his brother for me. But it's definitely a balance. My children, they are included in a lot that I do. Uh, I'm a very um, untraditional mom, <laughs> if I could say that. So a lot of times they do have to work around my schedule, um, we do have an understanding, but I do not take a lot of time away from uh, my children. So while I'm working, the five-year-old uh, is literally like on my back, crawling across my computer. We're having full-blown conversations, you know, but then I do have that time where I close my computer. And one thing that I do to him because he's, you know, the younger one is that when I turn my phone off, I like to put both of my hands on him if that makes sense. So, you know, we're always on our phones, we're always scrolling, but when it's like me and him time, I'm literally holding his hands or rubbing his back or, you know, playing with him so he knows like, okay, her full attention is on me. 
the 16 year old, he was about uh, seven or eight when I started my business. And he has literally been like my business partner since day one. He's understood. He's very mature for his age. (laughs) So he's always understood what it was that I was doing and what it was that I was trying to do. And now he started his own businesses. He's a DJ. He has a t-shirt line, you know, things like that, where we really, um, bond over business a lot, but we still have, you know, that mother son relationship. Like you about to go take out this garbage, sir. You know, I understand you got a DJ gig this weekend, but you got to clean up before you go. So the balance is definitely, um, hard. I am the one plug for, you know, two sources. So I'm the mom, I'm the doctor, I'm the Uber driver, I'm the chef, I'm the everything. So it's very hard. But to me, it's the biggest challenge and also the biggest reward, you know. So as I look back and I see my son now wanting to be an entrepreneur and, you know, but we still get to go and hang out at, you know, the Travis Scott concert or the Jay-Z and Beyonce concert. It's literally like we have built this partnership and they understand what I'm trying to do. And um, it's very beneficial to be able to do any and everything that I've always wanted to do for my children. But it's definitely I'm not going to say it's easy at all because it's not. (laughs) I listen, I love everything about it from the son being the business partner to putting the both hands on the babies, like being that intentional. That says so much about. Um, You know, we talk about like the spirit of excellence in business all the time, but I aspire to be an excellent mother. Like, I feel like that is just your thinking about my, um, you know, just the issues that we grow up with and the um, just all of that stuff ties back to our childhood. So if I can be that intentional about being a mother with the spirit of excellence in everything that I do for my children, around my children, with my, you know, just I love it goals. I'm here for it. So if there was like one lesson that you want your babies to learn, and obviously they've learned a lot from you about business, just being around you. But if there was one intentional business lesson that you would want them to learn that maybe you wish somebody would have taught you, what would that be? One thing that I always instill and I'm very intentional about is accountability. Because I feel like accountability is something that is not just, you know, business driven, of course, but just life driven. Take accountability for any and everything that you do. You know, that will prevent a lot of lies. And in turn, preventing lies will prevent hurt. So I'm very intentional. I'm raising two black men. Okay. And I always say your wife is going to thank me. Because I'm preparing my boys, not only just for the life of them being responsible and accountable for their own lives, but when you enter into someone else's life, I want you to know what it is to be accountable for everything that you do, all the actions that you do, everything that goes on and revolves around your life, whether it's paying bills, whether, you know, one day when you go off to college and mom, I'm not here to wake you up in the morning, that's going to be your job, you know? So I try to, well, I, I don't try to, I'm definitely intentional about teaching them about accountability because I feel like that is something that is just 
definitely going to have a trickle down effect in their lives and not just something um, that that would be fleeting. Absolutely. And I love that your um, teaching and you're sharing these life lessons extends beyond like your boys because you're sharing such great practical information with your Instagram fam, with your jihad, like with all the people. And I think that is why people are just like magnetically connected to Mia Ray. Like this is my girl because you are your authentic self at least, you know, from what I've seen, um, you know, I, I haven't been in a jihad that long. I'm not going to lie, but I've been in there long enough, at least I would say maybe a year, year and a half. Like I've been following the movement um, and the people are just so engaged. A lot of people, especially with social media, you're talking about like looking at the numbers. And one thing that I think is so important and, you know, you as an entrepreneur know that it's not about just having a million followers. It's about having that engagement. It's about when I say move, these people are going to move. When I ask a question, they're going to give me an answer, you know, really having that relationship and connection. And I think it's because you are so authentic and so transparent with your lessons. And you always share like such practical tips, these coupon, uh, these coupons, these deals, these money saving tools. What would be like your number one, just a practical um, tip for my boss babes who probably balling on a budget, but really want to be more responsible with their money and with their savings? Oh, that's a good question. That's a hard one. Oh, that's a hard one for me. Um, The number one tip. Wow. I would have to say. Watch my how to lose $50 a month video because um, I really break down. I really broke down the the basic building box blocks of how to create a savings at any income. And I guess the number one thing would be budget and save. So just to give a very quick overview of what I mean by that is literally People feel like they can't save any money, right? But if I ask you to save $25 per paycheck, you're like, I can't save $25. But then if I come up to you on a Saturday night, like, hey, girl, let's go to the movies. Okay, girl, let me get my coat. And then on our way to the movies, we we stop at Chipotle and get us a burrito bowl. You didn't think twice about spending that money, but you'll think twice about saving $25. So my thing is, um, I know I wasn't financially educated growing up. And now that I'm, I'm in this and I see how easy it is, it's really all about mindset. So maybe my number one thing would be having the mindset, like get into a mindset shift. If you want to do better, just do it. You know, like what's that thing that people say, like, you're not a tree, you can move. So when it comes to money, saving, budget, planning, all those things, it's really all about your mindset. And once your mindset changes into, okay, I can't keep living check to check. I can't keep struggling. I can't keep telling my kids no. Once you get that to to switch and flip over, I think you'll have it. You'll have it in the bag then. So would you say there's like um, one or two books that you can suggest that really, really helped you to change your mind, not just about money, but about positive thinking about, you know, your life, just it could be business. 
two, one or two books that you can say, like, no matter what you're going through or what you're working toward, these books will help you get your mind right? I would say the number one book that I've been, like, raving about, I just recently read it actually this year, was The Four Agreements. Like, once four things in your mind, like, you will literally be like... <laughs> Okay, this is nothing. I can do this. Life is really smooth. Like, I can't take anything personal. I just have to do my best, you know, and there's two others. But the four agreements was really something that I was like, okay, I really was already doing these things, but now I'm quite sure of it. And sometimes in the middle of a situation, I'll literally refer back to the book in my head. And I'm like, you know what? This girl may have something going on at home that I don't know about. I can't take this personal. And then I move on with my life, you know, so definitely the four agreements and then the secret. Uh, the secret is really uh, I read the secret maybe about five or six years ago, maybe a bit more. But uh, just always having positive thoughts. I've uh, pretty much always been a cup half full type of girl, but just after the secret, it's like thinking and saying and knowing, like, if I truly believe these things, because to me, that kind of goes hand in hand with the Bible. Like, that's my other go to book, you know, so it's pretty much if I'm all if I always know that God has me, if I always speak uh, good things, if I always have good thoughts, if I'm always, you know, talking about what's going to come to me, and what's going to happen to me, you know, in a positive way, these things will happen. So, you know, people always, especially on um, within the jihad, they asked me, you know, how are you always so positive? And I was like, I don't want to be anything else. <laughs> I just don't want to be anything else. So these are, this is kind of like how my faith is set up to always think no matter what, everything is going to always be okay. It might not look like it today, but I have a strong feeling that, you know, whether it's two days, two weeks or two years from now, everything will pretty much, you know, it will be okay. So I love the secret and the four agreements and I, they're total game changers. Don't take anything personal though. I, this wasn't a question on my list, but I've been taking something personal today and I want to ask you about it. How do you deal with copycats? How do you wrap your mind around not taking it personal? I am not like imitation is not, I'm not flattered. And I know that this doesn't just happen to me, right? I know that, you know, this is happening all across the world wide web, but how do you brush it off and keep moving? I am so like, literally, this is something that I really can't escape is that what is for me will always be for me. So I can, someone can literally take my same exact formula. I mean, literally take the formula and they still can't do it how I do it. You know, so imitation is not the highest form of flattery. I get it. It's not to me either. But if someone comes to me and they're like, you see so-and-so doing what you're doing, I'd be like, girl, that ain't none of my business. Because I ain't paying her no attention no way. You know, so if someone hadn't brought that to me, I wouldn't know. Like, because I'm too busy running around with these kids, running these three, four, five businesses. You know, so it's literally like, that's honestly none of my business. You know, so if she took whatever it is, whether it's a name or an idea or a marketing strategy, she still can't do it how I do it. So <laughs> I literally live by, that's none of my business. 
what's for me will always be for me. And, you know, she just can't do it how I do it. And it's that that meme that goes around on Instagram that says, you know, or quote, I should say, nobody, no one else is you. And that is your power. So, you know, that's something that if that's something that's bothering you or bothering someone else, it's kind of like, she just ain't me. And that's not in a cocky way. And that's not in like a shady way. But she just ain't me. So I live by that. I live by those things. Ooh, girl, I be trying to tell myself all them quotes. I be saying them all to myself and then it boils up inside and then it eventually goes away. But all right, we'll, we'll move on. Um, so <laughs> in your career, um, how important would you say relationships have been and what's your best advice for not just creating a relationship? Because it's nothing to really make a connection, but actually nurturing a relationship relationships are extremely important. Um, There have been people who have put me in positions that I definitely wouldn't have been able to put myself in. You know, just a few examples of uh, Blair of Pink Elephant. She put my t-shirt on 106 in Park. She put my t-shirt on T.I. and Tiny Family Hustle. You know, things like that where had I not had that relationship with her, those things wouldn't have been possible. And, you know, when people see, you know, you on BET or, you know, in all these different magazines, they're kind of like, whoa, like she is doing it. But literally, they don't know, like I had someone and someone else and someone else helped me to get there. So without relationships, I really wouldn't be where I am today. You know, and it's a number of people. I just named her because that was just a quick example. But it's like you literally have to understand that in order to get where you want to be, you need people. I know a lot of us are like, yeah, I'm self-made, you know, girl boss, this, this, and that. But it's kind of like, you need relationships, whether it's a small relationship, like my friend sitting me down, had he not had that conversation with me, I would have never started a blog. Or if it's a relationship that, you know, was, um, created from Instagram, like Brooklyn and I, you know, I actually purchased her candles, you know, from a tagged photo. She had purchased one of my wallets. She tagged me in the photo. I said, oh my God, these candles look beautiful. I purchased them with my money, you know, and then from there, we're on our third year of doing a collaboration of candles that sell out every single time that we release them. So relationships are huge. They are extremely important. The thing about what's really scary that goes on or what we see on social media are just people not being genuine. You know, you're kind of like, well, how do I trust someone? And to me, that's just your gut fit. You can call it what you want. I call it my spirit. You know, some people call it your gut, you know, discernment, you know, things like that. But you really have to understand that you sometimes just have to roll the dice and take a chance, especially when meeting new people. But, um, had I not built the amazing relationships and some not so amazing, I've had some relationships that I built with people and they turned around and hurt me or, you know, um, I thought they were someone that, you know, I could trust when it came to business and, you know, and I realized that I couldn't. So I look at that as a lesson learned. So it's not really, um, something that you can avoid sometimes, but it's definitely something, okay, I learned. So now I kind of know what to look out for, you know? So when it comes to relationships, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a gamble. It's really a gamble. 
Who child? <laughs> yes, it is. That discernment thing, though, that spirit, that gut, it, it's something you have to develop, I think. Like, the more you use it, the more you trust it, the more, you know, you'll really start to feel it and you don't have to learn the hard way so many times. Okay, last question. So if you could write a recipe for success, like the Mia Ray recipe, it only got three ingredients though, just three ingredients for success, what would that recipe be? Wow. <laughs> three ingredients. Uh, number one, consistency. This is year number nine for me. Um, and I have been consistent for nine years, even through a pregnancy, you know, other life issues. I've always remained consistent. That's the biggest thing I see with a lot of people. When life happens, they stop working their businesses. And I just sometimes I want to shake them like, no, sis, like this is what's going to propel you, like run through this, like work through this, like it will help you. Um, so consistency. Oh, being authentic, a lot of people thank me for being myself a lot. And it kind of makes me uncomfortable because the question that I'm always thinking is, what else am I supposed to be? Like, I don't know how to be anything or anyone else besides myself. And I just did another interview a few days ago. And I said in high school and in my early years, Every time I tried to be someone else, I always failed. I've always failed at being anyone else besides myself. And that's another thing that I teach my children. I'm, I'm like, be, baby, be weird. Like, be as weird as you want to be. Your mama was weird. I'm still weird. Like, be you. Don't ever try to fall in to a cookie cutter situation and be someone else. So I would say being authentic, being authentically yourself. And, ooh, we. Doing something that you love. I think that's very important. So consistency, being authentic, being authentically yourself and doing what you love. Because, you know, a lot of people will do something because they see someone else doing it. And it's kind of like, well, if she could do that, I could do that too. If she could sell hair, I could sell hair. If she could sell shoes, I could sell shoes too. So you're not doing it because you love it. You're doing it because you think that is easy. And then once you see that it's not easy, then you want to quit. So even days that are hard for me, even days or situations where I'm kind of like, oh, my God, what am I about to do? It's no quitting and it's no stopping because I get to wake up and do what I love every day to the point where it never turns me off. To the point where I'm never going to throw the towel in. I pray for this. I ask God. Uh, for to have an empire, I don't feel like I, I have like a full empire yet. Like, although nine years sounds like a long time, it's literally I feel like I'm just getting started. So I get to wake up and do what I love every single day. So it's kind of like I get paid to live. I live for a living. How can I be mad at that? So once you get to the point where you're like, wow, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to do every single day, even if it was Groundhog Day. <laughs> I want to do it over and over again. I think that those three things have been the recipe for me and the success of Mire. Drops mic. So I 
I um I have definitely enjoyed this conversation. Um, I my my listeners, I hope it was as good as y'all wanted it to be. I know y'all been waiting on this one to drop, um, and I know that they appreciate all of these gems that you have dropped for them. So if they happen to not know where to find you on social media or online, please let them know how they can connect with you. You can connect with me on Instagram at Mia Ray. That's M-I-A-R-A-Y. And from there, you know, I have links and everything. You can always find everything else. But, you know, I know everybody is real IG savvy. So that's Instagram, Mia Ray. This has been another game-changing episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, meant to empower and encourage you to get that ass to work. You already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to do the work. I love you. See you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.